1: Welcome to The Penny Peep Show
0: I am home wife I'm done for the day
2: Art thou sure, husband? Be there not more work for thee
0: to do I've been toiling out in the fields And planting seeds all day And in the year of our Lord, 1533 That's all thou can ask of a man Oh,
2: but Peter it hath been one year today since our nuptials, and I was hoping thou might wish to toil in a different field, plan a different scene. But we
0: don't own any other field
2: Oh, stop line talking, and come into the other room.
0: Mary, thou art
2: naked. Come, husband. There's a field that urgently needs irrigating.
0: Hmm, <laughs> is there? There
2: is.
0: Is there? There
2: is.
0: <laughs> is there?
2: There isn't. Huh? Oh, Peter. What? What's this? It's nothing. I can feel that. A year it's been since we were wed and. Here I am in nothing but the clothes God gave me and not even the barest wiggle of appreciation from thine trousers!
0: Oh I'm sorry, wife. Seems I'm just not up to it tonight. Not
2: any night. Oh, Peter.
1: See, that swelling of the neck is completely drained, with only the smallest of incision marks to be seen. 'Tis like Mr. Lion were never hideously disfigured by an enormous lump on his neck.
0: Brother Barnaby, I think thou wert sent from God. He is a wonder in thee, Sister Joan.
1: Who? God? Nay, Brother
0: Barnaby! Well. God as well, but mainly, Brother Barnaby.
1: Tis only through his grace that my fingers work their miracles. Keep up thine praying. Tis just as important as the delicate surgery I have performed.
3: I think he's a wonder. I thought thou wouldst be ugly forever, Mr Lion. Yeah,
1: well, it's gone now. I shall remember thee
0: in my prayers this eve, Brother Barnaby. God's
1: blessing, Mr. Lyon.
3: Well done, brother.
4: Wouldst thou like to know how I did it? Nay, check upon Mr. Hubbard. And Sister Cecily, I believe Mr. Lyon used his chamber pot. Yes, Sister Sister Joan. Joan. Ugh, that butcher's boy getting mightily oversized for his boots. Cocky little louse, but tis a dab hand,
5: Dillers. Needs to be cut down to size, Joan. Thou art right
4: about that. Ugh,
5: Joan... I've bad news for thee. What's that? Two bad newses that have just appeared at yon door. God's teeth, nay. I'm afraid so, midwives. Midwives. Thou est looking well, Sister Joan. And to thee,
4: Mistress Shilton. Sister Dillis.
6: Always a pleasure. Aye,
5: Mistress Shilton.
4: I
6: always look forwards to our little visits, Sister Joan. The
4: same to thee, Mistress Cobb. Sister
6: Dillis, I see God's been keeping thee. He has,
4: Mistress
5: Cobb.
6: Sister Joan, might we have a word with thee? Tis a most serious matter. Uh, shall
4: we retire to my
6: chamber's yon? Lead the way, Sister Joan. Wouldst thou care for refreshments whilst thou chat? Is this another way for thee to slip us a tot of thine piss? Uh, uh, this way, uh, uh, Mistress Shilton,
4: Mistress Cobb. Let us get this out of the way.
6: We'll keep this brief, Sister Joan. Agatha Gill is having another baby, and I promised I'd put in an appearance. Shouldn't
4: thou be there for the whole birth, Mistress Shilton?
6: It's like a cathedral door that one's got, and this is her eight. Frankly, all I'd be doing is standing back and waiting for it to slide out.
4: We've come about Peter and Mary Limsey. I take it nothing is sliding out of Mary Limsey. Quite
6: the opposite. Thou knowst how it goes. It's Mr Limsey. Impotent. Sadly so. Penalment. Unavoidable. A shame. They've been married a year now. And according to Mary, little Mr Limsey has yet to put in an appearance. Which comes as something of a surprise. I've been helping the Limsies for some time now and when I visited Mr Limsey... Limsey, I've had no trouble getting a rise from him. Thou hast aroused, Mr Limsey's interest. I have been present for the event, and to put it bluntly and not to shock thee, Sister Joan, he's been like a pikeman ready for battle. Standing to
4: attention. And with an impressively long weapon. And yet the fortress remains unimpregnated.
6: Indeed, Sister Joan. That's
4: why we're here. No
6: one likes the D word. Divorce. Or the A word. Annulment. But in these trying times, when both D and A are all all the kingdom can think about. It is important that we observe the formalities of such things. And
4: so I'm invited to a very special event. Yay, the fornication. In a week's time. At the Limsey's house. Doth
6: thou really
4: need me there?
6: Of course, sister. Thou
4: shalt represent the church. And as the representative of the church, I don't know if the church needs to see a man fumble his shyness into his wife's unmentionables. Nay,
6: none of us wants to peer between the pale saddle cheeks of a man's rump as he desperately seeks to plug the sinking ship of his marriage with the genital equivalent of a boneless thumb. But someone has to do it. If
4: thou insists, Mistress Shilton. We have a laugh
6: most times, don't we? I suppose. And who knows? Maybe this time the man will be able to efficiently consummate his marriage while three judgmental women look on and offer a stream of continuous commentary.
4: (laughs) 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 Uh, Very well, a week's time.
3: Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts we are about to receive from thy bounty. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 This looks edible. Sister Sybil.
4: what is it? Sip. Right. Good. Glad I asked. So, Sister Joan, what did the midwives want?
1: Midwives? Is
4: someone having a baby? Ooh, oh. in the name of the oh. Father, oh, and the of the Son, mercy. and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm sure someone is, but that's not why they were visiting. It was about an annulment. A breaking of vows. Abandoning God, the king. Tis the Tis king's just a fault. Sister Tis a perfectly normal, if disgusting, occurrence. Now where the king leads, we fall. Tis a case of a husband who cannot make their bed a marriage bed. And the king leads all how he leads. Into hell. And in such a case, certain checks must be performed. Before an annulment may be granted Into hell? He leads us to hell Sister
5: Sybil I don't understand What part, Sister Cecily? Any of it what makes a marriage bed? Thou art a nun. Tis information surplus to requirement. I should like to know. Tis a very confusing and complicated
4: thing, Sister Cecily. I should like to know. No, thou can go on my behalf, then. The Lord above knows I don't want to. Thou can all thank the Lord that I taketh this arrow for thee. By my troth, it should be the abbess. Can thou imagine it would kill her? Maybe it should be the
1: abbess. Is the husband impotent, did thou say? He
4: is, Brother Barnaby. Ifeth,
1: I have just come across some mightily interesting notes by one of my brothers from my previous infirmary up north. Brother Jacob kept extensive notes about such things, made a life study, it seems, of all things to do with the male organ. I have not studied them with any great care, for I have had no reason to. But mayhaps I can help with this impotent man. If
4: thou doth want to, thou should send word to mistresses Shilton and
1: call Then I may. It would leave my nose most skinned to allow it. Sister Dillis, wouldst thou keep an eye on Mister Rubbard? 'Tis Tis a sensitive case. If
5: Sister Joan says I, then so do I.
1: Then pray do excuse me, sisters, for I had best unearth Brother Jacob's notes with all the haste that I may have. <laughs> oh, very good, Joan.
5: What is it, Dillis? Twill be quite the humiliation when Brother Barnaby can't not help this man.
4: Will it? Twill cut him down to size, as was thine intent, I'm sure. If Brother Barnaby wishes to spend a week fondling man's soft underbelly, it hath no downside, with the possible upside of my not having to see that underbelly for myself. If thou sayest so, a limp cock. 'Tis God's punishment for a limp soul. Sister Sybil, mind thine tongue. Yea, sister Joan. What's a limp cock? Ugh Now look what thou hast done.
1: I thank thee for coming to the infirmary, Mr
0: Limsey. Tis no problem, Brother Barnaby. Well, tis a problem, but the problem wasn't me coming here. The problem is, well, thou knows the problem. I do. And thanks to thee for the curtain...
1: Private, Uh, tis a sensitive subject. Forsooth, I am open thou hast lots of erections behind this curtain, Mr Limsey. (laughs) Uh, There are a few questions that I wanted to ask of thee, for to help mine diagnosis. Ask anything if it'll help, brother. Uh, Question the first. Is thine
0: wife beauteous? I'd say so. Pretty thing she is. Hair as red as a squirrel, a winning smile, and almost all of her own teeth, and a pair of big, beautiful... Bouncing titties. Is that the sort of answer thou wast looking for?
1: Uh, yea. I'll just make a note of that in my notes. Squirrel teeth. Um, Titties. Uh, Question the second doth thou wish to stay
0: married to her? For surely. I care for her a great deal and she for me. I really want to give her and the marriage a go. I'll I'll give it all I've got. If I could make little Mr. Limsey work,
1: I would, brother.
4: How is everything, Brother Barnaby? Uh,
1: Good morrow, Sister Joan and Sister Cecily, too.
4: Morrow. Is everything well? Yea,
1: it is. I have just been querying Mr. Limsey so as to prepare a diagnosis.
4: And been adding to thy notes, I see. Don't look. Oh, if thou prefers. Excuse us for a moment, Mr. Here's I came by, Brother Barnaby, to offer thee what help I can. Uh,
1: tis going very well, Sister Joan. Nothing to worry about.
4: I'm not worried. I just thought Sister Cecily might give thee a hand in all this.
1: Sister Cecily? Yea,
4: Sister Cecily. Morrow.
1: This Sister Cecily?
4: I know of no other.
1: Is thou trying to sabotage me, Sister Joan? No, indeed. Last time thou gave me Sister Cecily to assist, I came to the conclusion that thine intentions were were not entirely forthright. I'm standing right here. <clears throat> Brother Barnaby,
4: shouldst thou succeed in making said man get and sustain the function of his manhood, then thou wouldst be doing me a favour thou would be depriving me of that which I loathe most, to be positioned downwind of a noodly man entirely failing to satisfy his wife. I want thou to succeed. Prithee. Enter Sister Cecily. How
1: can she assist in this? No offence to thee, Sister Cecily. Hmm. Tis true.
4: Sister Cecily is not gifted in the way of thoughts or intuition or in the doing of things. She is as sweet as a daffodil, but as daft as a box of frogs. A daftodil. I'm standing right here. But she has other, more obvious qualities that make her ideal. Uh, such as? Hast thou seen her bright, pretty eyes? I... Uh... Or her pert mouth as pink as a rose and twice as full. Faith, true. And there are several other attributes that I will deliberately fail to mention that are not obscured by an otherwise modest nun's habit. Yea,
1: or uh, titties, Yea. In
4: the battle against impotence this infirmary has no stronger weapon than Sister Cecily. I'm standing
3: right here.
4: Uh, tis
1: a point well made, Sister Joan. I thank thee, and thee Sister Cecily, and also my apologies, and, and yeah thank Thee. I
3: shall leave
4: the pair of thee to coax out the timid little Mr. Limsey, uh,
1: thanks to thee again, What's the impotence, oh God, uh, just a few more questions, Mr. Limsey. <laughs> Hello friends, creator of the podcast, Kieran here. Thank you for listening to the fifth episode of Our Lady of the Egregious Assumption. I'm afraid I do not have a review from my dad for the previous episode. He's our resident reviewer, but he's been a bit unwell, so I let him have an episode off. Consider this your first warning, dad. If you, dear listener, wanted to fill the void of casual cruelty that my dad's absence leaves, then there's lots of ways to do it in the episode description. I'd love a review, I'd love a tweet, I'd love an email, whatever you've got for me, I'd love it. On to this week's Cross Promotions! I'm pretty excited about this one, guys. We're talking about The Pursuit Pod, hosted by Lauren Wood. Lauren is a performing artist, all-round bad mamma-jamma, delightful lady, and now a podcaster. I know Lauren from Brisbane, Australia, but she's now over here in London. In her podcast, The Pursuit Pod, she chats to fellow creators who have made similar intercontinental transitions and finds out what it's been like and how's it going. Amongst her stunningly talented guests are a couple of Penny Peep Show alum, Matthew Samer and Chris Fung. These two are killing the game and it's worth checking out their episodes if for no other reason than I can continue to brag about how awesome the Penny Peep Show crew are. You can find a link to the Pursuit pod where all good links are found in the episode description. Phew, that's a lot of talking from me. I'd better let you go. But thanks again for listening. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye!
5: Morrow, brother Barnaby. Thou must have risen early this day to beat me here. Tis
1: nothing good about this morrow. And I have beaten no one, for I have gone nowhere. Hast
5: thou not slept? Thou dost look a little ragged. I am so
1: tired thou mayst serve me one of thine brews to wake me up. Really? Nay, nay, nay. I jest at thee, Sister Dillis. But have been nigh on a week, and still Mr Limsey doth not rise up to any occasion. Least of all the one that wouldst save his marriage this very night... Turns out I know close to naught about the male organ. Didst thine brother's notes not help? Thou speaks of Brother Jacob. Though extensive in his note-taking and voracious in his experimenting, Brother Jacob was less than scientific in in means, intentions and frequency. Still, if he helped, I've tried all I am prepared to. Some I do not even comprehend. Let me see.
5: I did speak unto a man who swore a mouse at the rear gate wouldst always pleasure the lord therein, but the rectory is clear of vermin, so I am unable to try.
2: Oh, it
1: makes no sense, thou sees. Tis doomed, 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 doomed. Why, my lord? Why hast thou abandoned me? Thou is making things far too hard
5: for thineself, brother. If thou askest me, thou shouldst simply nip down the pub and seek out the seediest goodman thou can see and ask him for his sauciest woodcuts, that a good nip of Sister Sybil's cooking oil and a few moments of privacy would sort out Mr Limsey's privy member's poor attendance.
1: Oh, Sister Dillis, tis a most base suggestion. Besides, it did not work.
5: Oh. Hast thou tried getting Sister Cecily to give him a saucy woodcut, a nip of oil, and a few moments of privacy? Oh, Sister Dillis. I'm being practical. It
1: did not work either. Oh,
5: then I suppose thou art left with whatever it is thou hast mixed up in that
4: cup. Yay.
1: What is it? Tis a mix of all the fruit my research bore. Wheat water, owl leek, the pan drippings of a well-cooked goat liver, and a crushed hazelnut. For texture? Brother Jacob said it helped. With... He said... That it did assist in an eruption of such magnitude that the coastal towns of ancient Rome are still afeared. I don't know what that means. Nor
5: I, praise
1: the Lord. God's blessing, Mr. Lindsay. Brother Barnaby. What's that thou hast? The last desperate attempt of a man on the cusp of despair. I
3: have faith in thee, Brother Barnaby. I was praying on it all
0: night. I
1: thank thee, Sister Cecily.
0: Hopefully it tastes better than the last one. Bottoms up. How
1: goes it, Brother
4: Barnaby? <coughs> Sister Dillis says this is thine last <coughs> effort. But that thou has not much
1: faith. Tis in progress, Sister Joan, and Sister Dillis is correct. Thou must be devastated,
5: Sister Joan, that
1: Brother Barnaby is having a
5: humbling failure.
4: Yea devastated. Doth thou know how I'll be spending my evening? I shalt be staring at Mr. Limsey's sweaty, pimply backside. For me, I wouldst be greater repulsed by the shrunken loins.
5: Revolting.
4: Do not speak of them, Sister Dillis. Shalt be disgusting. Such a sight will haunt me for weeks. I shall pray for thee, Sister Joan. I fear nothing can save me from Mr. Limsey's nethers. Brother Barnaby, look. What
1: is it, Sister Cecil? Look, there. Oh, so there is. (laughs) Shall I get the (laughs) rye bread? That is for settling a swelling, Sister Cecily. This is one swelling we don't want to go away. Thou hast done it, Brother Barnaby. It is
4: a miracle. What a
3: relief for me.
0: And I as well, sister.
3: Oh, yea, thee too.
0: I may
1: save my marriage. Oh,
3: Thou amazing, Brother Barnaby.
1: Thanks to all of thee for thine support, and well done to thee, Mr Limsey. Sister Joan, there be two breakers of God's vows
6: here to see thee. What, Sister Sybil? Tis the midwaves, about the annulment, and so begins the descent into the fires of to hell. To the kitchen
4: with thee, Sister Sybil.
6: to be sent hither and thither.
5: Orders from angels and demons alike. Brother Barnaby, come share the good news with me.
1: Yea, Sister
0: Joan. What a turn up, eh? Look at me with a stiff willy. We're well
5: aware, Mr Limsey. If thou
0: couldst just, uh, thou knows, what? I couldst do with some privacy. Uh,
5: oh! Oh, uh, <laughs> yay Best be getting along. Why? What's about to happen? Come along, Sister Cecily. <laughs>
6: We have returned, Sister Joan. We must collect, Mr Limsey, and the. The hour of fornication is nigh. Well, attempted fornication, Mr Shelton. It is a correction. Well made, Mistress Cobb.
4: Is thou ready, Sister Joan? I have great tidings for thee. Our own brother Barnaby hath found a solution. Mr Limsey and his small friend are now on speaking terms. Well done, brother. I knew it were possible, for I'd seen the fellow at full mast. Twas
6: sailing on more than a skiff. (laughs) Ha! What? Don't let Mistress Cobb's off putting turn of phrase put thee off, brother. Thou hast
1: done. Admirably. I thank thee. I could not have done it without the help of my sisters. I
6: look forward to seeing it work at the fornication. Yes, yeah, tis true, Mistress Shilton. Surely that's cancelled. Nay, thou hast merely found a way to save the marriage. The annulment hath been called
1: for, and formalities must be observed. Mistress Shilton, Mistress Cobb, mayhaps I should attend, for tis I that shall need to administer our cure. Yea,
4: take brother Barnaby in my stead. I suppose. Tis possible. Excellent. Brother Barnaby shall attend the
1: fornication. I shall not let the infirmary down, Sister Joan.
4: I no longer care, Brother Barnaby. Have a wonderful time at the fornication. I'm sure
1: there's much for me to learn.
4: Don't care. Mayst
1: I borrow, Sister Cecily, there are many preparations to be made.
4: By all means, for I, thou must understand, Brother Barnaby, don't care. Good luck at the fornication. Come,
2: brother,
6: the fornication awaits. (laughs)
1: Pass me the crushed not Sister Cecily. Here thou art. In it goes.
3: Oh, I thought it would change colour or make smoke or something.
1: Tis not magic, Sister Cecily. Tis science. Here thou art, Mr Limsey. Next to thee.
6: Now, Brother Oof. Barnaby. Oof. What thou art about to see may be shocking to thee. <clears throat> the sight of a naked woman. Now, Sister Joan was somewhat familiar. She is a woman, so the chances are greater. But neither of us know what the effect of a naked woman may have on a young monk like thyself.
1: I have seen plenty of naked women.
6: Ooh, <laughs> hast thou? Often they
1: have a skin condition, or some sort of deformity, or are dead. But, yeah, I've seen them. This will
6: be a very different experience for thee.
1: I am not afraid to learn, Mistress Shilton. I look forward to it.
6: Then, it is time for Mr Limsy to wrought what devastation he can upon Mistress Limsy. For I have seen the Cyclops unleashed and would care not to vanquish it on a full stomach. What? Ugh, let's just go to the bedroom.
2: Hello, Mistress Shilton, Mistress Cobb, husband. Come to my bed, husband, if thou can.
0: See what I said about her titties?
2: Oh, 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 the bloody Ella's. Is- his brother Barnaby,
6: he's come from the infirmary. To see the fornication. And
0: he hath given me a potion that wouldst save our marriage.
2: As he? Then come, husband, for I wouldst have fornication or an annulment. Here
0: I come, wife.
1: Tis sure to begin any moment now. How long did it take the last time? Not long at all. Very quickly, in fact.
2: Art thou even trying, husband?
0: I am wife. Brother Barnaby, why isn't it working? Has something gone wrong? Uh,
1: I don't know. (laughs) It work? Nay, Sister Cecily, nay. It hath not worked in the slightest. But well, it did work
3: back in the infirmary.
1: So what hath changed? Were it because thou were there, Sister Cecily? Nay, thou had not had that effect on him before. No offence, Sister Cecily. Then what? Tis the question I cannot figure. What were different between last time and this? What hath changed? <gasps> I know. At least, I hope that I know. Thou art very
3: smart, brother. I'm sure thou knows. Tis
1: worth a go. Pray for me, Sister Cecily.
3: Oh, Lord, if thou can hearest me, help Brother Barnaby give another man some sort of stiffening in the loins that no one will explain to me what it is.
6: Ah, Brother Barnaby, thou hast missed nothing. Ah!
0: I'm trying,
6: wife. I'm glad I bought the latest fashion woodcut. Was something to look at. But shouldn't thou be looking at the fornication? <sighs> it is a bit embarrassing, really. We usually just chat amongst ourselves and wait
1: for the man to give up. But there's so much that thou can teach me. Why not uh, Why not tell me what is going on here? Uh, Mistress Shilton? If we must, Mistress Cop. What thou
6: art looking at is the bum of Mr. Lindsay while he fumbles for a visitor who is yet to appear.
1: Should it look like that? Does it look quite... No. Normal? Normal
6: is one thing, but nay, it isn't what I'd call desirable. But a hairy man, thou always hopes that the pelt ends somewhere. Yea, matted is not a word thou wishest to court in the marriage bed, but here we are. as one can see very little. Of course, this may be little Mr Limsey's shyness. Ooh, there's only so much shyness can excuse Mistress
1: Shilton. It is true, Mistress Cobb. But look, has thou criticised? Mr Limsey is, he's... Oh, as Look! I see it, wife
2: Come into mine arms,
6: husband (laughs) I'm coming, wife Well, blow me down A fair club when it gets to clobber in, sir? An unpleasant amount of times is this the potion at work,
1: brother? It's thine criticisms that suit Mr. Limsey. are
6: oh, is it? Oh, next. No. Well, really. That's disgusting, thou sir. Foul
1: and unseemly
6: co- cool. Oh,
1: husband! But tell me, in the spirit of education, oh, what happens next? Lower thine head if thou wants a full view, brother. Like this? Yes. I see. Oh, oh,
6: I see. Oh, oh. Seems our work is done. I fancy a pork pie down at the pub. I fancy a big sausage. Come, Brother Barnaby, our treat.
1: Nay, nay, I, I think I'll stay a while for the science. Good
5: even, Brother Barnaby, Sister Cecily, Sister Joan, look who hath
4: returned. Ah, I trust thou hadst, well, thou hadst an eve,
3: I shall not venture as to its quality. I... It was a great success, Sister Joan. The marriage was saved and it was all to the credit of Brother Barnaby. Ah, marvellous. So please. Did everything go to plan? I'm not sure, because Brother Barnaby has not yet put a sentence together since. And I wasn't allowed to see. Sensible. I still want to know. It would be too much for thee, Sister Cecily. Aye. I... I will
5: 'tis a shame he didn't learn some humility, Joan. was never the plan, Dillis. If thou say
4: so, Joan, at least he's catatonic. Yea, that's something. I shall say my good nights then. Well done, brother Barnaby. Ay, uh,
5: well done, brother. Good evening to thee, sister Cecily.
3: See thee upon the morrow. Good night. God's
1: blessing. Willst we'll thou be all right, brother Barnaby? Uh, I don't know. I am changed. By what, brother? What didst thou see? Oh, Sister Cecily, 'tis not what I saw, but, but how I now see the world. A man isn't a man. A woman isn't just a woman. Well, what dost thou mean, brother? Eyes are not just eyes. Lips are not lips. A body is not just an assemblage of our Lord. 'tis a work of art. I don't understand, Brother Barnaby. Thou oh, art beautiful, sister. I want to know what thou means, brother. Oh, sister
3: Cecily. Brother Barnaby? Oh, Cecily. Barnaby? I... 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 I wouldst kiss thee. If it would help me understand. <laughs> <laughs> No, we mustn't. Wait, I think I'm beginning to understand. Oh, but Sister Cecil, it is wrong. I am a man of science. Can't this be science? I suppose it could be. Then I'd like more science, please. I have duties, responsibilities. I have patience. What of Mr. Robert? He's dead. Sister Dillis forgot to check on him. Oh, he's dead? Oh. but i don't care for sister cecily i care only for thee good i think my lips need some science Oh, cecily oh barnaby Um. Mm, mm, mm. (gasps) cecily shouldst i get the rye bread
1: Our Lady of the Egregious Assumption featured the voices of
4: Jacqueline Osorio as Sister Joan,
5: Rhiannon Mauchel as Sister Dillis and Mary, Rosie Williamson as Sister Cecily and Sister
3: Catherine,
1: Kieran Davy as Brother Barnaby, Adam Dergeman as Mr. Peter Limsey,
6: Danny Payne as Sister Sybil and Mistress Cole, Lucy Clough as Mistress Shilton,
0: and Matt James as Mr. Lyon.
1: Words by Kieran Davy, music by Andrew Chamberlain, recorder played by Matthew Samer, everything else played by